Hey, Jimmy. It's been a pretty long day today, right? Yeah, it's been pretty good. How's it on your side, Troy? Doing pretty good. I got most of my project deadlines all sorted out, so I think today was a pretty good day at Sloth Lamps, for me at least. That sounds pretty good. All I've been doing is answering customer support emails. There's a lot of issues with our lamps recently. Yeah, you you would think that a lamp would have that, that many issues since you just plug it in. But uh, our lamps are pretty intricate in how they, they turn on. Yeah, like move your elbow here, go on tip your toes, and just shove your hand in one of the lamps. And it should work 90% of the time. Yeah, our designs are one of a kind. There's been reports of water damage along a lot of the circuitry. For some reason, water actually ends up in our packaging. No idea why it hasn't been raining for the last couple of days. Oh, dang. We'll need to take that up to the guys in the yard just to see like what's been happening. There shouldn't be any water at all. Like, Well, I guess we've been having those plumbing problems for a long time, but that shouldn't be affecting the packaging, right? Well, I actually called the warehouse guys. Apparently, there's been a lot of flooding in the basement bathrooms. And also the bathrooms upstairs as well. A lot of the flooding from the toilets, it's still occurring. Really? It's still happening after all these months? I thought since we've been working from home, these issues would have been fixed by now. Yeah, that's so too. I thought the janitor would take care of it, but he's been seen around the location. It's just that he's not cleaning them for some reason. Well, hopefully he gets this thing down to a... Uh down to a hold and just make sure everything works correctly. Hopefully we, when we come back, we don't experience all those <laughs> flooding issues again since last time I had to wait half an hour till someone could fix it or at least put a band-aid on it. I don't mind working from home. I don't miss the office at all. I don't miss seeing the HR people. Oh yeah, definitely. And at home, it's pretty easy just to uh, pull up my phone and just start, you know, playing little games as well as just pull up my switch and you know in the middle of video conference i just grind in zelda or some other game so have you been doing any of that like any gaming for like your switch consoles or on your phone gaming wise no i've been pretty swamped with the support emails so i haven't had any time i kind of just let my nintendo switch sit there and gather dust uh, you gotta get it together. Make sure you get that Switch some proper loving and make sure it gets all those games in order. I do have Animal Crossing for the Switch, but I'm pretty sure most of my neighbors have decided to leave my island. Oh no, why? What happened? Oh, I just think I just neglected them. Oh boy. You see, Jimmy, make sure that the job is second and Animal Crossing is first. Make sure all the neighbors and all the villagers in your island are properly kept in there. I, I don't know what else to do. I'm just too busy in my real world. You know, every time I come back, they just stare at me. So would you say you're more of a traditional gamer, like on Xbox, PC, rather than a mobile gamer? Oh, you mean like on Android or iOS? Yeah, I'm more of a PC gamer. Okay. So why haven't you, I guess, played too many mobile games recently? Is it just because the screen's small, there's not too many great games on there, or is it just you just don't feel like playing on mobile nowadays? So usually lunch is just cut short, so I don't have a lot of time just playing any games at the office. And also at home, I just go straight to my PC if I'm, if I'm gaming or I'm just watching Netflix. Okay. Uh, how, how about when you're younger? Did you have like Game Boy, like anything like that back in the day? Or maybe a PSP? 
Yeah, who didn't have a Game Boy? Oh yeah, you know they should bring back Game Boy, like just just bring it back from the from the past. It, it'd be a pretty good for like, the younger generation. You mean like a remastered version of a Game Boy? Exactly, a re-release. You know, like twenty fifth anniversary of the Game Boy. Here comes the Crystal Game Boy. I'm curious, would you want it to be high definition? Hmm, I don't know. I. It'd be cool if they had the option of like doing high definition and back to like the traditional graphics. What they did with the 3DS, where you can like have a slider that goes from 3D to normal. If they ever harness that technology, then I'll be pretty stoked to get one. How about you? Would you want to hide that for more like a traditional? I would get a retro version just to put it in a case somewhere. I would probably not play it. But then again, I would probably buy the high definition version and then hopefully they give out the cartridges again hoping to get pokemon red or blue okay so for that which with those games would you prefer it be like the regular cartridge like they had it back in the day which is kind of bulky or would you want like a kind of like the switch has like little card oh no you got to go bulky you got to have those cartridges i remember carrying a fanny pack of just cartridges <laughs> Oh, yeah. I also remember having the flashlight for my Game Boy way back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how Nintendo should bring. But if they want more revenue, they should just remaster a bunch of their games. They definitely should. Yeah, I think that's a pretty cool feature if those Game Boys would have Wi-Fi on it. Since I remember when I had my Game Boy, I used to play with my friends and we used to trade Pokemon. Do you remember that those like two link uh, cable thing? Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I have no clue what they are. But I wonder if they will bring it back if they ever make like that uh, Game Boy remaster and just have that, that, you know, that cable and stuff. I don't see why not. I would love to see it come back. Yeah. Do you think they'll bring back all the accessories too, like the flashlights, cable? I guess well, what else was there for the Game Boy? You had the screen covers. You could also have a case on top of your current, on top of the Game Boy. And then you also had like your carrying case. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember the screen cover, but I do remember remember the cover for the whole Game Boy. Was it plastic or was it like a more like a sticker for the screen cover? Since I'm trying to remember, mm, it was like a mix. So there was, I think it was might have been third party. You can get one of those Velcro cases, and there would be a plastic see through covering to cover the screen. So you would wrap that Velcro patch thing on top of your game boy and then that's how you use it okay that that makes a lot of sense so for your game boy, would you usually game at home or did you, you know game on the subway bus family trips mostly or was it kind of like a mix for you oh it was just a mix for me i remember bringing it to school trading with everyone and then taking it on long car trips mm, yeah th those were fun days with going to school and just training Pokemon, seeing other people's games, as well as trading cards like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. I remember I played the Pokemon card game, mm -hmm. I think twice in my life, but I collected the cards a lot. I have no clue what the cards are now, but uh, I really did enjoy looking at the art. I would say that if you do remember where your cards are, you could probably sell them for a lot of money. Oh yeah, like especially in this climate, like I think like their Charizards are cost like over 1k or something like that. It's, it's pretty nuts. If I knew this was a thing 20 years down the road. I would just like buy a lot more booster boxes or like packs. Oh, yeah. I used to love, or actually, I still do now, 
going into a card shop and buying a bunch of booster packs for a couple of friends and trying to play against each other even if you're even if your deck composed of 20 to 30 cards isn't uh isn't balanced <laughs> oh yeah those were the good days and you know nintendo's been doing some pretty good stuff for nintendo with pokemon go like blending reality and the video game world together i think uh -huh. they did pretty good job were you part of the trend when it first started with uh, pokemon go oh yeah that was an awesome summer it, all the parks were crowded i take like a walk around the office and around the storage actually even the storage guys as they were like packing up some stuff or packing up the lamps they would just play pokemon go apparently our office is is a gym Ooh, nice yeah some guy i think it was phil actually phil from accounting he had the bright idea of somehow capturing a milk tank and then putting it as the gym, the gym Pokemon defender. <laughs> you know, yeah, sounds sounds like Phil. Sounds like a Phil thing to do. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I ever got from Pokemon Go that I really liked was uh, I woke up and there was a Dragonair in my in my bedroom. Yo, that must have been amazing. Yeah, that was that was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't really hit the train till. After the hype was gone, well, most of the hype was gone, so I was on the tail end. And that just made me wonder, like, what kind of other games, or rather, like, that kind of genre of games would do well or, like, were popular? Like, AR games? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, AR, ARG. Like, uh, yeah, those kind of genres of games. Oh, okay. Actually, just a tangent, I remember everyone just bothering you with playing Pokemon Go for the longest time. I think you you jumped in like near the tail end as everyone stopped playing. Yeah, if I just, you know, minding my own business and just people just spamming like Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go on the company chats. So I was like, okay, fine. It was good experience, but man, I wish you or anyone else would just push me and just grab my phone and download the app for me and just <laughs> made me play sooner. I mean, that's a good thing. It's funny because... I remember seeing you out in the middle of the parking lot, just looking at all the Pokemon. And it was around like three. We kind of just stood at our windows, just drinking coffee and near the water cooler and just watching you walk around and near like some of the uh, near some of the other buildings or storage units. I think you stayed out there till seven. Yep. I uh, definitely missed a few meetings that day. But when they make a good game, they make a good game. I think you missed Carol's birthday. You know, it happens next year too, right? So You actually also missed Carol's birthday the next year. She also brought her kids in. I don't know how you missed that second birthday. I mean, you know, I'm a busy guy. I got games to play. I got meetings to miss. You know, you know how it is in Sloth Lamps. There's a lot of stuff happening all around the office in my life. Yeah, no, she was having a party at 3 and you were just eating out in the storage unit. Hey, it's not, it's not my fault that, that I have a late lunch. You know, the body tells me, okay, Troy, it's time for lunch. I got to go for lunch. I can't ignore my bodily needs for that. I, I threw Trizzlers at you. Just, just, you sat on top of a storage unit. <laughs> well, I ate those coolers too. Yeah, you didn't even care. You had headphones on the entire time. I guess it was a long day, so we just ate cake at Carol's. Carol actually looked at you, and she was just surprised. I, uh, I remember... Seeing her face, I looking disgusted, but I was like, whatever. I guess dope burrito. Got Twizzlers that are semi-dirty from the ground. Life was good. Life is still good. 
even her kids like joined in. They just they just started throwing candy at you. Hey, more than merry for me. I, I I think I helped those kids actually. You know that candy would have just made them teeth hurt or get their stomach hurting. Or fatter. I mean, fatter, fatter than well. they were before. Exactly. I was doing a public service to their mom, to the kids, to the company rather. I think I should get a raise for that. To be honest, I was doing a I was doing a really good job. I don't think our boss is gonna pay you just just so that you can help Carol's kids. Uh, I'll bring that up during the next monthly meeting. Yeah, you bring that up in the Zoom call. You're going to tell everyone and Carol that you just stopped her kid from being obese. Exactly. I'm a lifesaver, basically. Thanks, Jimmy. I mean, those kids are already huge, so she's never going to listen to this. I don't think she would care. Oh, she, yeah. If she did listen to this, she would She would have some very stern words. <laughs> yeah, helping out as best I can. Okay, so back to ARGs. So you're talking about augmented reality games. The ones where you need a phone to play in, like Pokemon Go or the new Harry Potter game that's coming out. Or actually, I think it's already out. Oh, it's already out? Yeah, oh. it's a Harry Potter AR game. To be honest, I, f- I would let them know to, you know, just at least uh, delay it till the summer. Because uh, I don't think anyone's going out that much to play, play, to play the Harry Potter game. Well, actually, this is probably the best time to play it. You're technically being as long as you're socially distant from each other. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. Some people don't like going outside during this time as well. So oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but going back, uh, it doesn't need to be on the phone. It could be like I don't know, like something from a website or like a geocaching. I believe that's a thing as well for AR. So like, it doesn't really need to be using your phone or using camera or anything like that. It'd be like kind of like a general AR games. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. You're talking about alternative reality games. So yes. not not augmented reality games. Oh, uh, yep, yep, exactly. Okay, because there's going to be a differentiation between both of them. So I have played alternative reality games. It's like you said, you go to a website, it gives you a riddle, or maybe you're playing some other game and there's like a promotion or a a riddle in a promotion and you you go around different locations you try to solve puzzles and it links you to the next one to the next riddle or the next problem but there are ones where it does do geocaching there is an app that is basically geocaching the game given what prompt you ask it or given what kind of scenario you want to visit the app will define some coordinates out in the middle of nowhere or somewhere near you and you would go there and hopefully it fills that prompt okay that's that's pretty cool like to be honest i've never done geocaching before but i would definitely want to try that out once because everything gets calmer there is a problem with that apparently some the app was able to provide actual coordinates that provided certain things that were unsettling oh really like what so someone wanted to figure out about life and death or the prompt was about death or something so a group of friends was given a coordinate they went there and they found a body in a suitcase oh dang i would uh i would contact the owners and just say hey your uh, site is spooky as heck yeah actually it's a it's a mobile game it gives you some random coordinates based on whatever prompt you ask it to or scenario you want there is oh. a second one though the second case was someone was filming themselves going to a coordinate because they wanted to experience something spooky or not spooky, something weird. 
So they went out into the middle of the woods and rocks and logs started rolling down for no reason. Oh, dang. Like, yeah. did the rocks or logs hit them or was it the middle of night? No, they were just walking and then right in front of them, a few logs just rolled down. Oh, man. It, it was technically at night, though. I think the sun was definitely going down. Oh, dang. Uh, yeah, I would just basically hightail it out there and yeah go back to the car and just drive away very fast if i just experienced that yeah i would run back to my car i don't see the appeal of that one the game doesn't really have much of a problem or a puzzle it's basically go here do this and you might see something i mean i guess for a thrill of adventure that might be that's true yeah that might be the luring points since you know people do a lot of things for adrenaline rushes like mm-hmm. roller coasters skydiving jumping off bridges with that uh that rope thing i forgot it's called bungee jumping yeah bungee jumping yeah and i guess there's another thing but for this one it feels too mysterious for me i don't know it feels <laughs> feels too cold and scary just typing in something like life life or death or like what it mean what is meaning of life and you just drive to coordinates i don't know 10 out of 10 spooky for me i used to play ones where there were puzzles and you had to solve them go to a certain location maybe take a picture of a qr code submit it to the website and it would give you another one or it would lead you down a rabbit hole of other websites that you would have to do and you could do this with a group of friends crowdsourcing answers for the prompts that was probably my fun part and yeah this app itself isn't that interesting i i have to look up the app because it's i think i thought it was very popular i think it became popular the last couple of years oh yeah once you find it definitely send it to me and i'll see what kind of things just pop out just just for you know just for laughs see what <laughs> happens you're gonna play it oh uh, you'll be coming with me jimmy i'm uh, not going to the middle of the woods by myself or middle of like a desert you know i don't stay in the office past five just because i think that place is haunted why the do office you... isn't haunted. It's just homey. Yeah, I'm not. I don't believe that. Okay, so let's do a little change of pace. Uh-huh. Instead of, you know, spooky, I'm I'm about to die. Yes. So first sort of scenarios. Let's do speed, speed running. Have you heard of speed running before? Yeah, I heard of speed running. I think the most recent speed runner I watched, I don't remember their name, but they speed, they speed ran Super Mario and Skyrim. Ooh, Skyrim. That that sounds like a fun one. They just did the storyline. I think it was 32 minutes. It might have been shorter. I don't remember. Dang, like, for speedrunning, it's... I, don't know, I feel it's kind of like a talent just to see, like, how much of the game you can be master of and figure out how to do it efficiently, as well as finding all those weird glitches. Like, the glitches they find in those games are just amazing. Like, I would never imagine going two steps to the left, aim your camera 40 degrees up, and start jumping would teleport you towards the end of the level for like some games. It's just bonkers of what they find. I don't know how I feel about glitches in speedrunning. I know it's an advantage, but I don't know if it works in the spirit of the game. I mean, that is true, but for speedrunning, there are different categories, so no glitches involved, or I think the other one is called any percent. So you'll complete the game as fast as possible with glitches, I believe, depending on the game. Since I believe one of the more popular speedrunning games recently was Super Mario Odyssey for the Switch. Mm -hmm. And in certain versions, 
of that game. There was a glitch you could do in the second kingdom, I believe, but it's not allowed anymore because Nintendo patched that out in the newer versions. But I'm not sure what's going on with that. I think people are saying that if you want to submit a speedrun for Super Mario Odyssey, you may have to use the 1.0 version instead of newer versions, but I'm not too sure at all. But hmm. yeah, there are very fancy glitches happening. I think there's one game, I think it was called Two Worlds. Uh-huh. It was an RPG made in early 2000s, I believe. And I think the speedrun for that game was like 10 minutes or something. Where Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe if my memory serves me right, that once you exit the, I guess basically the tutorial cave, you basically find the end boss in the next village. So you just run to the next village, kill him or something along those lines, and you win the game. It's very weird. I think they, do, they did some glitches in regard to that, but yeah, it's very weird fighting that out. You just beat the game in 10 minutes, so you just hopping over to like the next village. I think my, my favorite one was watching a guy play Outer Worlds for about 23 minutes. And the scenario that he chose to go with the game is so a little background on the game for Outer Worlds. It is very similar to Fallout New Vegas. So you have a lot of scenarios that you can go. You have a bunch of characteristics that you can increase to improve. The guy decided that one of the ending scenarios, and this is a spoiler for the game, is that you can actually launch yourself into the sun. Instead of having to do any of the, even the main quest, even the most tangents of the main quests or any of the side quests, you can decide to just do the main quest and selectively kill yourself. Okay, that's different. Yeah, that was that was the best. I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense if you wanted to speed run the game. That is very, very true. I would never think of, you know, just killing myself in a video game would finish the game for me, but... Yeah. As long as you finish the game fast, that's all that matters. I mean, it came from the minds of the guys who created Fallout New Vegas. So the game, basically, you can go any scenario. You had a lot of choices. Just in this one, the, the fastest way to win the game is just to kill yourself. Oh, nice. Yeah. The guys who made Fallout New Vegas, they did a pretty good job on Fallout New Vegas. And I should definitely play Outer Worlds one of these days. Oh, you'll love it. The only problem I have with that game is there's no romance. You can talk to everyone. It sounds like you can even be very close friends, but you can't romance any of them. <laughs> I don't know why they they said that there will be no romance because the game's dialogue is is perfect. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe in the future, mods will take care of that and might have some romance options, but we'll, we'll see how the future DLCs or anything like that happens for that game. I don't think there has been a DLC for that game for last year. Or two years. Oh. And yeah. Also, the modding community for that game isn't as expansive as Fallout or Fallout New Vegas. So I think the game is just as it is. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, nice. Another one to my list of games to play. Oh, yeah. I recommend it. It's a fun game. You get to have a lot of side interactions with your character. Your characters, well, they're people, they're actual people. They're not just AI that just don't do anything. They actually talk and have opinions, which is really funny. Oh, that's pretty neat. There's a few people I need to talk to this meeting since I skipped out a lot during basically most of the day since I was gaming for most of it. You were gaming? Is that why I was stuck with a bunch of support emails? 
Kind of, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a good experience for you, getting more customer service happening there. Troy, I've been working here longer than you have. I have more customers in my list than you. I wouldn't go that far, Jimmy. I'm pretty sure I gave you half of my customers list, or I gave you half of my, my intake list. Technically, it was 42%. Okay, fine. Don't worry, it'll all be over soon. Cheer up, it's only eight more hours, hours left in the day. Are you still working? No, maybe. Uh, oh yeah, here's a cool email I gotta respond to. I'll talk to you later, Jimmy.